Hey everybody, you're listening to the How to Have Threesomes podcast. I'm Key. And I'm Lily. We've been together for seven years in a relationship style we call monogamish. This podcast is going to give you everything you need to build a stronger relationship with your partner, create healthy boundaries, and communicate honestly. We're going to help you have fun, safe, sexy adventures and have the best threesomes of your life. Ready? Here we go. You. Hey guys, the episode you're about to hear needed to be re-edited. All the guests and stories you love so much are still the same, we just needed to bleep out a few things for privacy. Before we jump into the episode today, we wanted to tell you that the How to Have Threesomes video course is now open for enrollment. We have spent years working on this project and are so, so excited to share it with you. In this course, we teach you all of our secrets for finding your ideal unicorn, from navigating dating apps and play parties to forming connections with friends and with professionals. Regardless of your experience level, this video course is full of actionable tips, tricks, and worksheets, like the needs list, kinky questionnaire, and what makes a high-converting Tinder bio. We show you how to express your deepest desires without destroying a relationship, plus how to maintain excitement with your partner. If you want to have the best threesomes of your life, this is the video course for you. We are now also offering coaching for people who want that individual attention. Some of the best money we ever spent was on a professional to help guide us through our challenging times. And not every therapist is trained to navigate non-monogamy, so if you and your partner want some extra support in these tricky situations, we're here for you guys. Another thing that we're offering is a sexy getaway. Come and spend a week with us on a tropical island. We're going to take you on some amazing experiences like hiking waterfalls, partner acro, fire dancing, and some crazy party nights. We've also teamed up with experts to bring you workshops in Tantra, Shibari, trust building, and pickup. Plus, personalized photo shoots to show off the best version of yourself online. By the end of the retreat, you'll be more confident, have a better connection with your partner, and a deeper understanding of your desires. This retreat will be a bunch of wild and sexy times, and we're stoked to bring you guys out here. We're offering the video course and the coaching on teachable.com. If you want more details about the couples retreat, we have a form you can fill out. All the links will be available in the show notes or on the How to Have Threesomes Instagram. You guys are also welcome to reach out to us directly for coaching or anything else you might need. And now, back to the episode. This is How to Have Threesomes. I'm and I'm We just did an episode with Jacob, and we didn't get to any of the questions on our list. So now we're going to do a rapid fire, and we're going to ask him all the questions really quick. When did you first discover your sexuality? Mm, late middle school. When did you first figure out that you liked men? Uh, same time. Did you ever have an experience with a girl? Yes. Did you like that experience? Yes. Ooh. Have you had a threesome? Yes. How did it happen? Uh, it's a, uh, There's been a bunch. They Each circumstance has been different and unique, and we can unpack that in a different pot. Okay. <laughs> when was your last threesome? Ooh. Uh, I don't know. It's been none of so it's been at least six months. What's the most people that you've had sex with? At one time. At one mean? time. Gangbang orgy type. Uh, pass. <laughs> most cringeworthy sexual moment. Oh, God. There's so many. I am a neurotic, and I think what I think is cute, other people perceive to be annoying type person. So there's been a bunch along the way. Ooh, the most cringeworthy... I think whenever butt stuff is involved, you often think that you're uh, maybe prepared, but you're not. And uh, I think that can lead to many cringy situations. <laughs> Surprise, they're poop. Yeah. <laughs> when was the last time you got rejected? Oh, uh, this week. How did you feel? Bad. Uh, it is so hard to balance like everything else that is going on in your life against when one person is like non-responsive which isn't even a rejection it's just they're doing other shit and our but we want to perceive that as rejection 
Eckhart Tolle's A New Earth, such important reading. It's basically about how like the ego constantly wants to attach itself to a negative story. And so the ego feels like it can't thrive unless it's caught up in some sort of negative story. Mm-hmm. And someone being unresponsive on text or not being uh, wanting to talk to you every minute of every day, the ego wants to interpret that as rejection, even though it might not be. So I lived in Ubud for a while. Ubud is like the spiritual capital of Bali. So uh, heard all very into Eckhart Tolle. I like it too. Craziest place you've had sex? I'm so vanilla. Uh, like a like a luxury villa bathroom felt very exotic to me. Really? No, like caves or mountaintops or volcano sides or mm, kayaks. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> in front of people, you ever had sex in front of people? Ooh. Um, we got caught in a national park once. That's way cooler than I think for me. Uh, Past school children. Favorite place to have sex? Um, a bed. <laughs> Big, soft, pillowy bed. Longest sexual encounter? Uh, like with the same person over time? Or no, just in like one our session? Oh, like in what, like how many hours? It was eight I, hours one time. I don't, less than that. I don't know. But there were two vaginas, so it was, there was some trading timeouts. What about the shortest, shortest sexual encounter? Oh, um, probably like before. Sex. Oh, that's a good, that's a great question. Sex is a big tent, as we discussed on the pod. A very quick hand job. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I would say that. In a closet. Uh, probably in bed before work. Really? Huh. Yeah. What's your ideal amount of sex per week? Would it be every day? I don't think every day. I think I'm too busy of a person to want to have sex every day. Uh, uh, I don't know. A couple times a week? Okay. That's fair. <laughs> what about the cheekiest location you've ever been? Place in the world. The cheekiest place I've ever been? Yeah. What do you mean? Where more crazy sexual shit happens. Oh, ha- like, where swing I had sex. Crazy world. sex dungeons. Like it can be a city. It could be like Sydney. Oh, or... I went to uh, I went to like an after hours underground sex club in Madrid, and I mostly just wandered. And I didn't say, really know what to do with myself. <laughs> would you say Madrid in general? <laughs> Madrid is a cool place. Yeah, yeah. cheeky. I don't know. Cheeky can be many things. Question. Yeah, because I think cheeky is like smug. I just discovered that the queer community has terminology like bears, otters, twink. Yeah, you didn't know that? Yeah, I just found out that. He just learned that like yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what would you consider yourself as? My body has changed a lot uh, over the last few months. I think that if I was older and heavier, I like I'm destined to be a bear. Are you like a a small bear because you have a beard? Yeah, some people might say cub for me, like a little bear. You're a cub. I like that. But then also there's like otter, which is like skinny oh, yeah. What's but the hairy between an otter and a cub i think a cub like a cub's probably got like a little bit of a belly so this is what i'm saying is like i've lost uh weight over the last few months so i i think i'm sort of but i do have the beard like so i you would were say, more of a cub and now you're more of an otter yeah i think that's right cub otter for people who don't know can you give them a quick idea of what some of these words mean yes okay so think about the animals and then think about the way that they might translate onto men's bodies so for example a bear is like heavy Big guy, probably pretty hairy, probably has a big beard, maybe like a hairy back, that type of thing. That's like when he gives you a hug, it's a big bear hug. Uh, Skews older. I'd say cubs are like the younger version of that. Um, Like thicker guys, bigger belly, but let's say under 30. Twinks, I'd say, are what's referred to as like basically young hairless people, like 
Ricky would, I think, be in Twinkland. But then as they get older, they start to get some hair. So they're still slender, but they're hairier like like an otter, you know, like like a wet otter floating through the water. Um, I think a wolf is also, so Anderson Cooper, classic wolf. Um, oh, okay. You know, so he's very got sleek. He's very older. sleek, but he's older. He's strong. He's got like the piercing eyes. I think that's is pr- jock pretty much or no? it for the that. jock. He, yeah, but it's not. It's less specific than like one of the animals okay. would be. And what are you attracted to? If you had to pick a group of your people? general animal human type. I have. Uh, I have an inconsistent track record. Ooh, fair enough. Yeah. Do you like filming yourself? No. <laughs> Have you ever How's shot the... porn? No. It was a consistent hard no. Dating apps, do you like them? Is there any yeah, you use? They have their purpose for sure. And which one would you use? I think the thing about the dating apps is uh, each country has its own like context. So for example, I think Grindr in the US, yeah, you can go on it for sex, but you can also go on and just like see what's happening, see who's around. I think in other countries, like particularly in Asia, I think Grindr is really more for sex. Um, but there's like scruff is pretty popular in the U S I think it has like the best. Um, so it's for like scruffier guys or maybe more bear cub style. Um, but it's also just a really well-made app. Yeah. I haven't been on Tinder mm, years, <laughs> maybe oh. five, six years. Is Tinder for gay people? I, more I think? think Tinder is more straight. Huh? Maybe I'm Grindr wrong. is more. Game. Grindr was kind of the original, and then other apps have tried to keep compete with it. Scruff has been the most successful. Huh. Do you have any kinks? Mm, no. Not undiscovered. Be- being clean and in a bed. Yeah, being <laughs> clean and in a bed. <laughs> Your dream threesome. Any two people you want, who would it be? Oh. Is it Anderson Cooper? No, it's <laughs> not Anderson Cooper, but I wouldn't rule it out. Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> the Rock. What? <laughs> Uh, going for variety here. You know what? Because I'm obsessed with them right now, it, most of your listeners won't get the reference, but I would say Matt Rogers and Bo and Yang from my favorite podcast, Las Culturistas. Do you know what they look like or do you just like their minds? I do know what they look like. Okay. I do know what they look like. What are they? Give them an animal. Ooh, Matt, I want to say is we would categorize as a twonk. So that's somewhere, that's an, that's a twink and a hunk combined. So at, when you get too old, you're no longer a twink, you're sort of a twonk. He's still kind of muscly and hairless. Yeah, still kind of muscly, and I imagine hairless. Uh, and then <laughs> Bowen Yang is just like an intellectual, but all, which I find very sexy. His brain is sexy. And uh, he is most famous for his um, like lip sync uh, famous lines from Orange's, uh, not Orange's the New Black. What's the one? The Devil Wears product. Oh. Very funny. He's so funny. I love them both. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to be satisfying for your listeners. I'm sorry, but I stand by it. What do you desire in a partner? Ooh. Adventure. I desire whimsy. Uh, I desire chemistry. I like that. I'm going to interrupt. Do you know what your love languages are you just did a whole episode on this i'm curious yeah 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 yeah. uh i think um gifts is like the lowest on the list for me because i remember like one of my exes would like always bring me nice things and i was like fuck this i don't give a i don't care about this (laughs) um and i would like always interpret it wrong and i'd be like you want to use my time to give me this get out of here um words of affirmation is probably my number one 
You look so used pretty to today. Hers. I love you. You're wonderful. Yeah. You're so smart. Is that you too? No, no, it used to be hers. For me, it's um, physical touch. Mm-hmm. And quality yeah. time. Yeah. Rick, <laughs> snuggling and like petting is a big deal for Ricky. Like he just needs to be like snuggled. He just needs to be pet. Yeah. What does your ideal relationship look like? Is it open? Is it monogamous? Somewhere in between? Probably somewhere in between. Probably monogamish, somewhere in between. like us. Yeah, I think I, I think monogamish and also just like the reality of uh, gay dating. Things are always changing. Things are always like I think monogamish is is aspirational. Yeah. yeah. Last one. It's a bit of a longer one, but how have you managed jealousy? Do you have any tips for managing jealousy? I am not a very jealous person, but I think that I am a very flirty person, and I also am just like social and chatty. So I think that I trigger jealousy in partners um, without knowing it and then kind of like feeling smug about it. So I think uh, uh, managing jealousy, I think you you got to know what your intentions are and you have to verbalize them. And if you, you know, you like to be a flirt, but then you want to come home to your partner and you really believe that you have to tell them that. But you have to make sure that your actions match that. Um, Honesty. Honesty. That was awesome. Wow. Fire <laughs> Quickest round. episode ever. Okay. And then we'll have him back for everything else. The butts and the trans and the threesomes and the... Everything. everything. How do you guys end it? What's the sound you make? You. 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 <laughs>